This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Utah Outcasts. It's a show. <laughs> it is? Yeah. Oh. So this is episode number 416. We're glad to have you along for the ride. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week is Felicia. Kyle's not here because he's he's tired. He's tired. He's, he's tired. tired. He's, he's tired. tired boy. He's a tired boy. You <laughs> let him have a break. No, that that honestly is the reason. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not giving him shit for it because I've been there. I, Hell, yeah. I took last week off because I wanted to play a video game. I mean... <laughs> The the tired thing is real, yeah. and and also my entire life. And at our advanced age, not you, but no. me and Kyle, <laughs> I'm still doing good. Uh, I, I do I do have the ADHDs though, and I am uh, and I am not a morning person, and my job requires me to get up in the morning. Ugh. And I swear to God, all weekends now it's just like I just it's all sleep, like because <laughs> I don't sleep all week, and the whole weekend is just sleeping. <laughs> Well, let's use that. Let's go ahead and barrel into what we've been up to for this week. I don't have tons of stuff for patronage. We have a Skeptic Alice that decided to up their patronage to us, so thank you so much for that. Uh, I think I might have a drop for you. Let's give you a... uh, Because he's not here. What the fuck, Kyle? That's a little gay. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Being tired is gay. (laughs) I don't know if that was loud enough, but I'll take it. I don't know. I feel like being tired is gay. Like That is pretty gay (laughs) to be tired. To be a sleepy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to see if should I play it a little bit louder. Let's see. Uh, no, how, about, how about we'll give we'll give Alice this one. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. It's still my favorite thing. <laughs> I still love it so much. And he's like trying to own it. He like tries to say it again, but it's it's so funny because like <laughs> no, it is still the funniest thing. <clears throat> Up yours. <laughs> Any of these guys pretending to have like this Joker turn, like this heel turn that they have, it's like, my God, I don't take you seriously enough to even consider you a villain. You're just an old dude. You're just an out of touch old dude that's angry, yelling at a cloud. Oh, Jordy. (laughs) Oh, Jordy. Don't don't think porn is real anymore. okay, buddy. So Raj out there in our chat says uh, fatigue in French almost sounds like calling someone fat and gay. That could be the name of the show, if we're being honest. Like, fat and gay. <laughs> tired. Fat and gay story. Uh... <sighs> so let's see. We're, we usually use this bit to talk about what we've been up to for the week. Uh, my kids are done with school, so I don't have to wake up at like 7 o'clock in the morning for at least another couple of months. That's nice. Yay. Except now Set. they're home mm-hmm. all the time. And I can't handle their age group that they're in because they're bitchy to each other for no fucking apparent reason. Oh man, that's a rough, that's a cool <sighs> boy. Yeah, they would be, wouldn't they? Yeah, they, and they since they live in the same quarters with each other, the uh, the twins do, they have developing personality. They don't have their own room because we just don't have the house for right. it. Right. You know, because we live in a world where the economy sucks. I'm just going to say. And I can't afford to fucking upgrade to another house because the market is fucking insane in it this is state. Insane. <laughs> uh, there will be blood and not like it, there's there's going to be there's going to it's going to come to blood. 
Well, like my problem is like they're just right now they're just the passive aggressive with each other kind of thing. We're just like they just roll eyes or shit like that with each other, and I'm just I like, gotta tell you, even even I'll wh- deal with it, but at the same time, it's like stop. Even well <laughs> into adulthood, my sister to to this day, she's the only one on the planet who can just make me insane. I don't know how she does it. That, those, spark, those sparkling waters will, uh, <laughs> lots of <laughs> lots of uh, carbonation in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how she does it, but she like she can she I am not a screamer. Like Roger and I don't fight. We we don't have fights. We have disagreements, but we have discussions about it. Like we just don't fight. I don't my when I was with William, my mm-hmm. last boyfriend, I never gotten we never got in a fight. <laughs> like even the two times we broke up, there was no fights. And my spouse and I, we've fought maybe three times in the last decade, and it was never like serious anything. Right. You know, it was just like dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, we just don't fight. I, I'm not a screamer. I'm not somebody who like flies off the handle. I have been known to get bitchy a couple of times and snap, but I always apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's not this. Like, and I apologize right away. And for me, it's just like, I want this to be over immediately, you know? And, just- but like, I, I'm not somebody who like, but my sister, she just, I don't know what she, I don't know how she has like a, she's like a pathway through my brain to make me insane. To get to that lizard Like to brain where I'm, st- I'm screaming now <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just saying insane things. Like I'm not putting together whole sentences anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Sisters, it, there's like, it's, there's always a sister who has a magic key to like mm-hmm. just like wah and it's not me. <laughs> um and the problem like the part of the problem is she's better at it than me. Like right. I can't do I can't do what she does. And that's also very frustrating because I can't do it back. She's better <laughs> at it. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's going to be a fun summer for me because that's going to be trips to Lagoon again because I can't fucking get away from that place even though i said i'm not buying passports for this year mm-hmm. grandma bought the passports oh my god <sighs> that's funny like i didn't want to go again i'm so tired of that fucking place that's funny thankfully the oldest is old enough to like go with her friends now and we okay. can just leave them the youngest ones we're approaching that program time where we can be like okay you can do this as long as you have a group of friends with you right you know and you don't leave each other behind so <sighs> Good I'm luck. almost there. I'm Good almost luck. There. But the problem is, like, they're going to ruin my nap Thursday. Like, it used to be like I'd be so tired from driving kids all week long that, like, Thursday, I'd come home from dropping somebody off and nap for two hours. Oof. And it was fantastic. Sounds great. <laughs> I don't, I can't nap. I, when I can nap, I don't, I, it's 30 minutes usually. So, well, and I usually try to without the CPAP because I'm not going to be bothering anybody and right. I end up waking myself up every 20 minutes because I'm snoring <laughs> so snoring? hard. <laughs> but if you didn't do that you know that you'd be like out for the night and then that what, what right even though i set an alarm it's just be like Ugh. it's it's just just catching up a little bit and i know there's no such thing as catching up on sleep I, that cannot be true i've heard <laughs> that that cannot be true i don't think that's but it, I, that, it leveled me out for the rest of the fucking week and weekend so exactly see i don't think mm, i don't think it's true that you can't catch up on yeah, sleep. Yeah. i don't i know they've said like there's studies but i don't mm, i mm, so yeah, my week is kids are done with school. What about you, Felicia? What you been Um, to? I finished uh the undertow scenes from a slow civil war by Jeff Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, oh uh, boy. So like makes you feel great about the republic we live in. <laughs> it yeah. So uh, it like it, it's kind of a companion piece to the family. Like a like Jeff uh himself has like kind of made that connection and um 
and others have like in reviewing it say like it connects really well with the book the family that he wrote (laughs) in 2007 (laughs) i don't know it was a while back well writers gotta write (laughs) he's written a lot between you know but um it's the family is about like the evangelical power cult yeah last time we had john it was a we had a diatribe about that one. yes and it was terrifying um, so this is the family and this is like about how those kinds of ideas have been spread out through the populace and where this is coming from. And like it, and a lot of it is like he he drives around the country and he's like following the ghost of Ashley Babbitt. And boy, <laughs> is it good. Um, but also. Uh, ooh, <laughs> But yeah, it's very good. Um, I don't know where to it's start. It's amazing with it. to me the like the reality distorting field that the right wing has towards yeah. this shit nowadays. Because well, I, like they say, Jan- 6, January six was just people taking a tour of the Capitol, and they'll say that with a straight face to you. They're like, oh my god, I watched all of it. I recorded a lot of it. I yeah, like what are you talking about? <laughs> What do you mm, I like we all I remember sitting in my bedroom watching them hammer the fucking windows in and them coming into the Senate and I'm like holy shit yeah guys. I was <laughs> watching live coverage well well like processing down cheese wheels like uh which I, normally you wouldn't be able to do as cheesemonger but where I was working I was in a room so yeah. like I just got to I was just watching it and it was the scariest fucking thing um that th- one the one I, that killed me was um it's a uh, talking to a Trump supporter and it's like, oh, no, Trump is still the president and inflation is good, actually. But then there was they, then they said, like, there is no border crisis and that's just <laughs> media like making it up. And it's like to make Trump look bad, even though the public thinks Biden's in charge, that the media is making up. But there's no actual border crisis. And I'm like, the, there isn't a border crisis, but the gymnastics you're doing to like it's wild yeah and it is it's such a like a it's such a reality filter i don't know and and so much of it is just but I catch, whatever they I catch can that, do to shove the world into their box right you know and i catch some of this watching msnbc sometimes too like like i i enjoyed rachel maddow for quite a long time and i'll listen to it every once in a while because there's, sometimes there's good interviews on there for sure but a lot of the framing of shit i'm just like you guys are fucking up in the night. Like you're, you're not. And guys, you gotta, you gotta quit huffing the hopium. The Trump supporters are on copium. You guys are on hopium. <laughs> because Just, can we, can we engage with the actual? Can we in- engage with reality and how things are actually processing in this country instead of just. Hoping that one day we'll get that sly Trump guy, you know, caught into a trap. We got him this time, guys. He's just going to fucking like good old boy way out of it. Like the but fucking it doesn't Duke even brothers matter if he does, because like he's his he'll be president in prison. His his <laughs> his figure is immortal. It's uh, <sighs> Lorcan 74. The border crisis is how inhumane they treat the people. That's facts, though. Right, that right. is that is real. Yeah, it's not the border crisis of migrant caravans coming from these countries. I'm not, to, you know, <laughs> there's no, so much room like that, in this so. country. Uh, like. People are like, well, would you want them in your do you want to let them in your house? I'm like, look, if I had a house the size of the country, yes, (laughs) I would. There's a whole lot of empty space in this. There's a lot of room (laughs) and resources. There's plenty to go around. 
And we throw away so much food in this country, guys. It's so exhausting. It's <laughs> ah. So anyway, the manufactured the, crises. <laughs> uh, the scenes from a slow civil war. Uh, there's some like hope in there. That like really cool. Like legitimately like like radical like incredible things. Particularly from like the Gen Z. <laughs> the entirety of Wyoming exists. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. That's rude. We don't want to send anyone there. <laughs> Uh, so I just, heard. I think it's Minnesota where they've passed all those like reforms where it's like actually a cool fucking place to live nowadays. Is it Minnesota or is it Michigan? I can't remember which one it is. Ugh. Where they've like passed all sorts of left leaning ideals and shit. Where yeah, like I can't remember. voting protection rights. You know, well, one of those. It's an M state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the, sorry. Guys. One of those has been gerrymandered all to hell. So they thought that they had the supreme, the state supreme court yeah, situation on lock, <laughs> and uh, they didn't. <laughs> So I don't know. It's just boy is shit weird. Yeah, um. Yeah. Anyway, so scenes from a slow civil war, and he goes around and like the there's like actually like a S- Smithsonian curator collecting like these handmade flags that people are making that are like Trump and like this fascist movement because that's like the folk art right now. Like we're buying pride flags on amazon Mm -hmm. they're making things like that is like the american (laughs) folk art right now right um and it's not that they're the majority of americans it's not no it's such a small percentage of of even the republican party but like i'm saying like the maga folks like the diehard magas i mean i would i would just say that like my old man voted trump both times and so wonder how i even fucking still talk to him But the fact is, like, he's not a MAGA. He's not a MAGA guy. He's I mean, I'd just, still say that, like, they were. if he's conservative, he's fascist at this point. Like, that's just the mainstream. kind of always has been. I mean, mm. the World War II documentaries on loop all the fucking time kind of kind of told on him a little bit more as I grew older. <laughs> uh, but, like. His obsession with Nazi Germany, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, I, I'm not even just talking about, like, the MAGA people, because, like, I feel like it's, it's it, like, let's be real. Conservatism is just not popular um it's wisconsin just, was the supreme Court wisconsin yeah. okay not an m <laughs> uh, it's a close it's enough an upside down it's an, up, it's an upside down m. <laughs> um it's just that <sighs> it doesn't have to be a majority right that's part of the problem um yep. and like there's what is that quote about evil like all you need is for a good man to do nothing or something like something that. like that yeah. it's I'm gonna fuck up quotes all this episode, guys. I'm telling it's you just, right now. It's just I don't know. I think it was worth a read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it again. Yeah, sounds um, interesting. Yeah. If I read more nonfiction, I would. I'd probably pick it up. But. I need to. I. I need. I do need to get back into some of my fiction. I think yeah. fiction is really useful for a lot of things. Um, Mine's escapism. <laughs> like, I mean, well, I mean, the world sucks, but at least it's not this world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I. That's. I think that's valid. Um. <laughs> I've been taking my time lately since I do data entry now to just use that time to learn a fuckload. And I've been doing it. Right. And now I have too many thoughts. I've been doing too much philosophy. Uh- <laughs> so speaking of books, we're going to we're going to get into the I, I can't read that, man. That, that that's is in Arabic. Arabic and I can't read that. Bill, Billy 669 said something in Arabic. I have no idea. But uh, welcome cool, to man. the welcome. chat. Thanks for the first chat. Uh, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Okay, thank you for the proper quote. Thank you, guys. So, We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. 
If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. If you eat animal products, it takes up to 72 hours to pass through a 29-foot-long intestinal tract. Food, food moves through me a lot faster than that. It shoots out of me. Well, that, that depends on what you've mixed it with. Shrimp or beef? Shrimp and beef are considered animal products, so they no. would not shrimp, fit into... Shrimp, shrimps are bugs. Mm, Sorry. No, they're not bugs. They're, they're considered a crustacean. So if you don't eat bacon or steak or ham... What the heck do you eat for your meat part of your dish? Well, there are very, very good meat substitutes. It looks like meat, but it's not from an animal. It's called tempura, and we have some. If you'd like to try it, would you like to try some? Tempura? Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to pull a prank on me? That's sawdust! Speaking of books, um, my oldest got done reading this book, Animal Farm. Have you ever Ooh, read Animal Farm? I have not. So in in the in the story, they overthrow the farm. The yep, animals. I know they do a they do a revolution. And on the wall, they have like these maxims that they follow. Yeah. And throughout the book, they keep getting changed. Yes. You know. Because I, okay, I haven't read the book. I did watch huh. the movie they made because at my when we were kids, my mom had a boyfriend who thought uh, it was a kids movie, and then the horse went to the glue factory, and it was not <laughs> a kids movie. <laughs> So, so Napoleon and his cadre, they were the ones that were adding the things to the wall, the, the other pigs that were with Napoleon. Yes. So, uh, well, keep in mind the adage of like, all animals are equal. Yep. Uh, but some, some animals are more equal than others was the addendum. That uh-huh. they added to I it. do so, remember that. So keep that in mind as we go along for this week's discussion. Oh boy. Okay. So with all of the massively evil shit that the LDS church does, uh, tax evasion, shell companies. And what's that other thing that they're big on right now that they're, oh yeah, sexual abuse of minors. That's, mm, that's the other thing. Sorry, I was going to say. That's always being like purposely overlooked by the bishopric, you know. There's a, there's a ton of things that the Mormon church should atone for. But for some reason, their members in higher echelons never seem to uh, have to feel bad or apologize for literally anything that they anything do. Anything ever. There's a reason for that. Uh-huh. What if I told you? Oh, no. That the huge lawsuit cover-ups that they've been doing, their political pundits, their octogenarian ghouls of uh, leadership don't have shit to apologize for, and they don't have a goddamn thing that they need to apologize for because there's this one neat trick in their belief Mm. that makes it so that whatever they're doing in the furtherance of the church makes any of their reprehensible behavior okay as long as you're not murdering somebody or get excommunicated or not excommunicated, but leave the church. Right. And that's something that will lead them to not being either excommunicated or disfellowshipped ever while they're in the church. That one trick is called the second anointing. No, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Every time you think that, like, okay, so baby leftist, right? You think you heard it all. (laughs) Baby leftist. Baby leftist. You're like, oh, this isn't conspiracy theories. These are incentives. These are systems. These aren't people coming together and explicitly saying we're the good ones mm-hmm. and therefore everything we do is okay and we need to make sure we stay in power for like for these reasons they don't say that nobody has to say that there's no conspiracy and then you 
actually learn more things. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no, they just say it. They just say it. Yep. They just say the thing. They so just- this is one of those things where I, I was reading this and researching it. And I'm like, this all clicks and makes fucking sense. Now. Uh-huh. It makes sense why the leadership of this church is so fucking evil and claim to be pious and good. You know, oh, my God, you need to read the family. <laughs> so it's akin to the uh, good old Catholic Church and their selling of indulgences. And uh, once you know about it, you can see exactly why folks like Mike Lee, Dallin Oaks, Porter Rockwell, you know, who murdered people, but still probably received this. And every every hierarchy has some sort of one of these. And good old Joe Smith himself always seemed to have that shit eating grin on their face uh, (laughs) while they dunk on the teachings of Jesus Christ. So let's go to the Wikipedia thing about second anointing. Oh, no. Oh, no. In the Latter-day Saint movement, the second anointing is the pinnacle ordinance of the temple and an extension of the endowment ceremony. The endowment ceremony is when you go through the temple the first time and they receive, you get to learn how you're in the plan of salvation in order to become unto like God in the afterlife. As long as you follow all the rules and do all the tithing. Yeah, that's for your that's for your your regularly regularly. Like you can make it to the celestial kingdom. If you follow all the rules and you give us money. So founder Joseph Smith taught that the function of the ordinance was to ensure salvation, guarantee exaltation, guarantee, and to, con- Ooh. And to confer godhood. Yeah, I, rem- I remember that. I remember that. But- so that's not the first anointing. The first anointing is you can be like this. The mm-hmm. second one says you're guaranteed. Here's your golden ticket. Oh, oh, <laughs> Oh, so yeah, you're you're a key man. God's chosen. Yeah, that you're you're a made a, man. Is what it's it the is. exact same. Uh, mm, it's the exact same thing that <laughs> is in like that Abrams of the family who started the family. Like this is his exact same thing. Really? I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's like it's the idea. It's the okay. Go on. It's called so. the idea. I think they don't <laughs> ever have good. I they don't have good names. Okay, their naming conventions are awful, but it's the idea, the yeah. family. Fuck so you get it, do better in this ordinance. A participant is anointed as a priest and a king, or a priestess and a queen. I'm sorry, and, is, and a king. Yeah, priest and king. And this is the second anointing. Yes, the second anointing is like you get your godhood guaranteed, so that when you die, you're already there. You mm-hmm. know, and you're just a king. Yeah, a king of your own world and universe, kind of Kings thing. Kings are good. Yeah. Right. And priestess and queen, and is sealed to the Damn. highest degree of salvation available in Mormon theology. Ha, that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> the, the, it just keeps getting deeper because I've got a lot more to go through. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> yes, yes, Alice. A priestess in LDS church. This is something that they are not allowed to talk about. I it mean, says in their fucking book. <laughs> I, I read the manual for like, uh, for the bishops this week. I had to go look for this thing. Oh, my God. And it says right here, and I'm going to put it up on Felicia's screen so she can see it. Do not attempt in any way to discuss or answer questions about the second anointing. Yep. And LDS members that I've talked to about this whole thing, and they're like, that doesn't exist. That's not real. Yeah, but I've, they, they, you'll, you'll point out things that are like, from history that like their <laughs> historians will acknowledge and they'll be like that didn't happen it's like I'm like you're fucking it's on your website i can pull it up from lds.org and they'll be like no that's i don't know what that's that's not that's not real like they will just tell you no right doubt your doubts i guess 
So in the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Mormonism's largest denomination, there are other denominations of Mormons, guys. There, there are Church of Christ and a couple other ones. I, you have all, there you have always the is. Too, man. There so, always is. Yeah. The ordinance is currently only given in secret to select couples chosen by top leaders. Uh-huh. It has to be couples, This is too. the idea. <laughs> this is the idea. Did you know the Nazis did this, too? Oh, I'm sure they did. They, they, uh, was it the Nazis? Any system of power has their chosen people, you know? Yeah, like, they would, they, like, the, if you were getting into the SS, you, and you wanted to get married, uh, if you were in the SS and you weren't married, or if you were getting into the SS and right. you, like, uh, you wanted to get married, your spouse had to, like, get approval and then, like, get a doctor's evaluation mm-hmm. to make sure that she was Aryan enough, like, to, like, <laughs> the highest level of Aryan. Yeah, right? they would do background checks. Yeah, and yeah. and Goebbels' wife got, she got marked down on one thing. I don't remember what it was. Um, She wasn't, like, disqualified bad, but it wasn't the most Aryan she could have been. Was that or was that the... Uh... It was Goebbels. Oh. It was a Goebbels? No. No, no, no it, was it was the doctor. Else. It was the, 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 the doctor guy of Auschwitz. I can't yes, remember his what's name. His... Doesn't matter. Henry Kissinger. <laughs> um, he probably was there back then. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, he's, de- he's not not involved in the story. It's probably Kissinger. <laughs> That's that. Mm. Right. <laughs> so the LDS church regularly performed the ceremony for nominated couples from the 1840s to the 1920s and continued less regularly into the 1940s. By 1941, about 15,000 second anointings had been performed on the living, and over 6,000 were done for the dead. For the dead. Wait, what? If it, You can just, like, override God? But, like, if they're already dead. If they're already, like, they don't have a burning in hell, but, like, if they're already in, like, the shitty heaven. But like if they're, if they're already dead, then like they don't need to communicate God's will that they get to be like guaranteed. Because like then like because like if they're saying, if there was an after, if there was an afterlife and you're like just chilling in like boring heaven and then all of a sudden you get fucking rip yanked into the good. No, I'm using their logic. I'm so by their logic. Joseph sort of, Mangala. Yeah, Mangala. There you go. Thank you. Uh, so by their logic, um, this is not powerful people saying this. This is God giving them whatever their revelation revelation right like they're communicating god's wishes right so like if they're already dead then god is just doing his wishes right like Mm. so they don't need to communicate god's wishes wouldn't they already be gods of their own you would think think. so why the fuck are they doing them (laughs) for the dead unless they think they can override god on this one I'm just saying. I don't ask it to ever make not just ba- sense. No, this isn't yeah. baptisms for the dead. This is a different thing now, apparently, that we are doing. Yeah, this doing. is a second anointing that you do by proxy. Not the, ori- not the original, you know, ordinances that you get for the dead. Not the, right. Not the baptisms for the dead where they just dunk you. Dunk you go, somebody in you your You go stead. through and you do the hand signals and shit to get into the veil. You know? Right. Not that. Because you go for your ordinances the first time that you go there. Every other time is for other dead people. Right. You know? <laughs> And also, so this is not the baptisms for the dead thing, which also that's silly. Um, but uh, whatever, right. I don't. <laughs> uh, we're not going to get into the weird no, baptism no, no, for no, the dead no. thing. No, this is a different thing where there are either, there are better Mormon podcasts you can they listen. Either to either think stuff. that because this is the second anointing, so these are for dead people. So like on Earth, it makes sense to like second anoint people, right? Uh, and say like they're for sure gonna get their own planet. I got a golden ticket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like if they're already dead, that means that either they're already top tier, gonna like already have their own planets, right. uh, top tier heaven. Um, these couples, or 
they think they can override God's will. Like that's <laughs> o- that's the only explanation for this. If they're doing the second anointing for the dead. Right. So the practice became much less common thereafter in the 1940s, but it has continued into modern times, even though they'll say that, no, it doesn't happen anymore. Most modern LDS adherents are unaware of this ritual's existence. Of course they are. Instructors in the church's institutes of religion are told, do not attempt in any way to discuss or answer. I already read this part to you guys. Uh, Questions about the second anointing. The emphasis was in the original. The ordinance is also performed by many Mormon fundamentalist groups as well. So they they like Joe Smith, so they apparently do I know. the same thing. So, uh, however, it is not performed by denominations such as the Community of Christ, who historically did not practice the Navum endowment ceremony. So, there's splinter, splinter groups. So, there's always splinter groups. <clears throat> Let's see the modern practice. Second anointings can. There's a, there's a lot on this, guys. I'm going to have everything in the show notes if you want to go read more of this stuff. Second anointings continue to be practiced in the modern day church. For example, Russell Nelson. Russell M. Nelson. My my apologies there. Is that the prophet? That's that's Rusty, so that's our current one, isn't okay. it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Uh the church's president since twenty eighteen. Since, yeah. okay. since I got out of high. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So he he took over after the guy that everybody pretended to like passed away. <laughs> the old <sighs> Uh-huh. I used to know it. Hinkley? Jordan, no. Gordon Hinkley? Yeah, Gordon B. Hinkley. Gordon there B. Hinkley. You. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I have not paid attention to who the prophet is since I got out of high school because I don't have to hear it anymore. Right. <laughs> they used to talk about it. They used to make me hear it. My oldest. All the time. Was hanging out with Mormon boys the other night. Oh, over, that's awful. Like a weird party that they were having where n- no sideways shit happens at Mormon parties. No. But like they were watching a movie and the guy's like, I need you guys to quiet down for a minute. I'm trying to read my scriptures. Go, go in I another said, room. I said, no, he did not. <laughs> My, my wife even stopped in her tracks like, no, he didn't. Go She's- in another room. What do you mean <laughs> trying to read your scriptures? Go with- Go do that somewhere else, man. Pray where people can't see you. Right. Matthew 6 or some shit. Yeah, like that's that. in your book. One of your books. <sighs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, Russell Nelson mentioned in a 1979 autobiography that he and his wife attended, quote, a special meeting in the temple at the invitation of the president, Spencer W. Kimball. In 1974, that could possibly have been for the Nelsons to receive the second anointing, is what they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually you don't get invited to the temple at that advanced age and with your wife. This is just the idea. Invited by the prophet to go so to the temple. So this is like, this is for like powerful people, right? Like, These are plugged in people. That, yeah. Yeah. And like the top of the church is always rich guys, isn't it? Like they don't, oh, yeah. they don't there's yeah. no working class. They're either like head of MLMs or they, they right. are, you know, yeah, they're they not their working money class. On the stock market. They're no. never working class. And so like that, yeah, this is just the same thing as the idea, which is basically like people who are in power are in power because they were chosen by God. But they do. And they give don't them- have to be not like King David. They mm-hmm. don't have to be good people. Because they are they are God's chosen, but so it doesn't matter what they do. They do do uh, second anointings for people that aren't always necessarily like the movers and shakers. Oh, um, they'll do them for for people that have been in the church for a long time and have done work for them, like basically sacrificed their entire life to get their second anointing. You know, they've spent all their time in the church. They've tithed every fucking month for right. like their entire fucking life. You know, did their missions, continued to do missions as old people. That's why you have so many old missionaries that like retire and then they like give all their money to the church to do this, this kind of shit. Like, got it. Because they are hoping that they get their golden ticket. 
that's a hell of a thing. Um, okay, so yeah, key so, yeah. men. So like, it's yeah, you can be like a key man, which is another thing from the idea. What? So he continued uh, in his biography. The sacred nature of this event precludes our mentioning about it. Uh, mentioning more about it here. I love other how their thing say, is that the sa- more sacred it is, the more secret it needs to be, mm-hmm. which is also a thing the family <laughs> does. Other than to say that it did take place, but this experience is of the greatest importance to us and to our family. The modern LDS church practices kept absolutely secret and is only given in very small numbers of adherents, usually after a lifetime of loyal service to the church. One British former stake president and former area executive secretary, Tom Phillips, reported his spouse and he had received the ordinance before his public dis, uh, disaffiliation. Oh, that's rare. And I've got his account to that here in a minute. So. All right. <laughs> so the eligibility for this whole thing. Some members of the church were historically or currently ineligible for the second anointing. All candidates for the right cannot be single. Okay. They must be temple married before receiving it. And, uh, and tracks. Between 1847 and 1978, guess what? They, they couldn't be black. <laughs> Still, to this day? No, back between those years of oh, their formation and well, 1978. So, uh, uh, they weren't allowed to get the priesthood. They couldn't get their first anointing. Why They couldn't get the second one. Well, they, they kicked out one of their members from doing temple work recently because he had dreadlocks. And they said his hair was like not appropriate. I'm sure they did. They're white supremacists. Yeah. That church is white supremacist. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Even if they allow black people in, you guys, it's not, they're not going to be nice. And so social media got it's a hold creepy. of it, of that story. I'm and sure. it started, and look, imagine this, they had a revelation <laughs> right then and there. Of course they did. <laughs> also, it was dumb, like dreadlocks, guys. Guys, yeah. and those, those fucking magic undies that you wear, do you know fucking favors? I saw my neighbor's kids, like, return missionary kid just living at home still because he need it's yeah, it's hard to buy a house it right? yeah. but he was getting out of his car and he was carrying his 12 packs of sodas into the house and i'm like he was wearing gym shorts and a t-shirt but like you could see mm. his baggy fucking like nasty like garments just hanging out all over the place and i'm like oh man isn't that violating the rules of modesty like i shouldn't be able to see those <laughs> i thought that was the whole point that you can't you're not supposed to see them right God damn i mean it, i've man. seen them though like it happens People and for people outside exist. of Utah, you're like, oh, I never have to worry about any of this. Yeah, you're lucky. It's <laughs> weird it's, stuff. It's hideous, man. They're fucking gross. They're very <sighs> weird. Yeah. So all temple ordinances continue to be denied for non-heterosexual couples. Of, of course. course. And of course, uh, transgender couples as of 2023. What? They made a special <laughs> rule? That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So the meanings behind all of this, we're, we're almost done with all the Wikipedia stuff. Then we'll get into the fun things here. Uh, church leaders have stated that those who participate in the second anointing ordinance have received the, quote, fullness of the priesthood. Oh, no. Oh. And also their, quote, calling and election made sure their eternal temple marriage, quote, sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, unquote, and received the, quote, more sure word of prophecy, higher blessing. More sure? Yeah. Wait, what? No, you you said that you had the gift of prophecy and you would know it by your feelings. No, it's more sure. No, it's more sure. What? Let me know. Let me tell you how well that like gift of discernment that they were supposed to have works when like new name Noah keeps getting into fucking temple ceremonies. Yes. <laughs> discernment. Yeah, the discernment one is that's a fun one. Um Jeff Charlotte talks about that one. I'm gonna tell. <laughs> so according to the prominent 20th century LDS church apostle, Bruce R. McConkie, uh, who, those who have their calling and election made sure, quote, 
received the more sure word of prophecy, which means that the Lord seals their exaltation upon them while they are yet in this life. Their exaltation is assured. Okay, but okay, but okay, but then why are you doing it for the dead? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't got. To, I never read that deep into it. Like, I'm just saying it's weird to me that it doesn't make any sense. Because either you think you can override God and like bump them up, but like make sure that like they can be moved up, or you think that they're already there and you're just like telling some people that they're there, that they're there, but not, but not everyone because you can't tell mm-hmm. everyone. Just like a couple people will be like, "That's pretty cool." Yep, knew they were knew they were gods now. Like, but they already knew, right? Like, ah, uh, doesn't make any sense. Now and like, and, and and if they're all, if you're, you don't have to give them an anointing if they're dead because like they, you, they, it's it's done. You can just like if you just get revelation or whatever that somebody definitely is a god now, you can just tell somebody. You don't have to do a thing about it. But they're doing a thing about it, which implies oh wait till they I think get the that ceremony. Make a difference. That yeah, okay. So they, oh, there's a thing. There's, there's a, a thing. ceremony yes, yes. that means that they think that it's doing something for someone who's dead, which means that they don't think God's all powerful. I'm just pointing out how this doesn't work. <laughs> no. So there's a there's a subheading I thought would be interesting to put into here where mm-hmm. it's called feminine priestesshood. Yeah. The second anointing is performed only on married heterosexual couples. Some writers have argued that because of this, women who receive the second anointing in which they are anointed as a priestess are ordained to the fullness of the priesthood in the same manner as their husbands. Oh, so they just get regular priesthood. These scholars suggest that Smith may have considered these women to have, in fact, received the power of the priesthood through not though not necessarily a specific priesthood office. Right. No. Yeah. I'm more, I'm not more if they got the fullness of the priesthood that means, that means that the, there's the like, ironic and the Melchizedek. So that means that so. they so like that means that there's like priest priests and like those are those can only be men and like you your souls have sexes. So Lorcan says that according to the plan of salvation no one's gone to heaven yet. <laughs> in our, out in our chat. Doesn't mean what? We got to wait for Jesus to come back, don't we before I don't know. I don't understand that doesn't make any sense because they always talk about heaven. Out the skeptical says what years were these active? Current. Current. They're still doing it. That's yeah. what we're talking about. I mean, and this kicked off. I'll, I'll get to the history of it. With It, uh, it fell with, off after 1940. Well, it just got quiet. Quieter. <laughs> it just, it was They weren't quite as like out there about it. Yeah, that's so. exact. And that's what happened with the family, too, is that they like they went more underground. And now uh, the guy who took over. Can I just pause for a second? Doug. How fucking weird is this? Is all of this? Like It's the same playbook. It is. Is it weird? It's very weird. How weird is it? Extremely weird. That, and also that like, the guy that sublets the studio to me <laughs> has either received it, which I, th- there's a way to tell that you people might have gotten it before, um, or is seeking it with my mother-in-law. And it's just like, but like then the people don't even know that it's happening though. So but, how can he be seeking? And they it? have to be quiet. You know, so how can he be seeking it if he doesn't even know it's well, there? Well, if he donates a lot of fucking money to the church, you know. <laughs> so then, but then, but nobody tells them. But so, you know, it's selling indulgences. That's what this is to oh, me. Oh, <laughs> I mean, for sure, there are some very weird old people orgies happening at this point. Man. Like, <laughs> I wish I was still in this church to try to use loopholes. That I was. <laughs> don't you don't you don't want you don't wish that. It sounds awful. No, you don't want to be bored. God, this, oh. this sounds like eating hot mayo sandwiches every day for the rest of your fucking life. This is terrible to me. It's Rude. gross, man. Ugh. Ugh. You got one life. You, you got miracle, one miracle whip and mayo sandwiches mixed together. That's I mean, just, but like 
what okay here's what's weird to me here's what's here's what's so fucking weird it's to me weird, is that they just like over and over there's just people just saying it like just saying out loud that like like we don't care about democracy or fairness or equality um and so we need to make sure that like we get the special treatment like <laughs> Like that, some like some animals are more equal than others. Like, you, like you reference, but like they just keep saying it out loud. Mm. They just keep saying it out loud, and then like, and then they'll go to like the masses. And oh my god, this is something that they actually like. They believe like in the in in like the in I can't remember if it was the family or if it was in um, Undertow where he talked about how like people will just say like, oh, what we tell the masses is different. Like, but this is the secret word of God. This is the special secret word of I, God. I can't wait for the like the next time. They can't handle it. it was the family. It was the family. I can't wait for like my Mormon, very Mormon family to have a try to have a theological discussion with me again. Right. They they don't know any of this stuff. I guarantee you my mother-in-law knows nothing about this. My the most religious <clears throat> member of the family that I see anymore <laughs> that I have any interactions with. Mm -hmm. uh, OK, well, I guess there's my grandma Rita and she. Um, Grandma Rita. Yeah. That's a cool name. <laughs> she she's very Catholic and mm -hmm. she doesn't live here and she's never she, I, she doesn't know what a podcast is. So <laughs> uh, she's um, I'm, I'm envious of her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she's very Catholic, but she's also a liberal Catholic, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So I guess like she always there's tells, a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. She tries to she tries to tell me all the time how like she wishes I would go to church because she like has this thing where she like feels sorry for me all the time. I don't mm. want to say pity, but she's like sad for me because it's not it's because, not as condescending she, as pity. She gets the lollipop yum yum out of church and you just don't. You know? um, but I'm not it's, it's not like I'm her only grandchild. Right. She had six kids. Uh, it's, I am not her only grandchild but she that just doesn't likes you. go to That's church. The thing. That's she does. She she has a particular sad for me. She like she has this like poor Felicia thing she's done Aww. since I was like little, and I don't know why. Um, but she keeps trying to tell me how great the church has been in her life, and she just re wishes I could have that. And I'm like, it's great, Grandma. Love you. Uh, I did once try to tell her I wasn't a Christian. I just brought it up, and that didn't go great. Uh, she was like heartbroken about it, so I just didn't. I'm just I just don't talk about it anymore. Um. But like she just keeps trying to tell me how great the church is. And she just wants me to have something that that wonderful in my life. And I'm like, I have I, I appreciate that. Um, but so like she that's the most religious. She also when I got divorced uh, before she moved away a couple of years back, she tried to be like, do you think you could ever be friends with him? Maybe get back together. I was like, I finally had to be like, he was abusive. Grandma, he was really abusive. I PTSD. And she was like, oh, well, then it's very good. You got divorced. So and fuck him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, as 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 harsh as, as, as harsh as, as a person as much that, as yeah. she could do right. that, yes, um, yeah. So that was her attitude. So like liberal Catholic, just yeah, just but Catholic. So that's the most religious. But and then be, there's it would just be so much fun because I remember trying to talk about certain things that have come up, like in CES letter, yeah, or you know, in some of these stories about how Joseph Smith had all these plural wives and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. it gets shut down almost immediately For sure. because you know they don't want to talk about that kind of thing. Mm -mm. And, but then there's the other grandma and she, I love I love talking with the liberal the liberal lefty right? the wannabe lefties in the fa in that family where I'm just like so how do you uh, square away LGBTQ stuff and the LDS church right? and they're like well we think that people should be allowed to be whoever they want to be and I'm like no you don't no you don't though. no you fucking no, don't no you don't though the church doesn't like trans people and they don't like gay people <laughs> yeah 
Uh, I hate it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah my, in my family, the only other religious person is the other grandma. And she doesn't, she only talks about it because she likes, like, the social part. And she likes it when they do the bell choir. That's, she doesn't talk about God ever. I don't think I've ever heard her talk religion ever. She just talks about going to church because she likes to see people and she likes the bell choir. And like, so I don't, in my entire life, I don't think she's ever mentioned Jesus. <laughs> and she's a Methodist by, I guess. Well, it's like, even if I, if I was an old man and my family didn't want anything to do with me, I'd have to fuck up pretty bad for that to happen. But right. Uh, if I didn't have wife or kids around me or something like that, I would consider going to a church, you know, sure. just because you would be able to actually talk to people. And I think we are fucking the species that needs to be around other people we and are. talk to people. And when we're old, when we're old, old, what there's going to be instead of like church stuff is there's going to be D&D. Yes. Be D&D groups yes. like for sure, because it's gotten so much more popular and it's so normalized <laughs> in our generation. It's going to be D&D. Watch. Calling it now. <laughs> so the controversy and criticism about this, this is the last little bit of the Wikipedia entry, says the ceremony has been criticized and viewed as controversial. Uh, no. One former member stated that learning of the elitism and secrecy around the second anointing started him questioning the LDS church's authority. You guys, that's your whole church's secrecy. And this whole sh- this is a the- whole putting it on the shelf. You can't this one would break a lot of people's shelves. That's a term in the LDS church where like you put your doubts on a shelf yes. and put it away. You put it on the shelf and you don't think about it because God's plan will be revealed to you kind of thing. And people talk about putting things on the shelves all the time, all the time. And then eventually it gets to a point where it can't hold that shit anymore and it breaks. Your shelf breaks. And that's when you become non-Mormon. I guess. (laughs) But like that's the whole church is about secrecy, though. Like you guys, your temple thing. Like the temple thing is all about secrecy and, 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 and elitism. That's what the temple is. It's all levels of secrecy and elitism and you're just like surprised to learn that there's more you're surprised to learn there's more don't Mm -hmm. be surprised about that (laughs) so it says here in the 1910 uh salt lake tribune editor's criticism of the lds temple practices stated in a negative tone that one lds leader who had received his second anointing prayed in 1867 for the damnation of all americans you know oh yeah it's one of those guys that, oh, I didn't murder anybody and I didn't, you know, say anything bad about the church. But you know what? I'm going to get my golden ticket and talk shit about everybody. <laughs> okay. That's weird. It is weird. Okay. So, um, like, why? What? This uh, one person that I got a lot of this information from on the ex-Mormon Reddit uh, said that that's the problem with the second anointing. It's how recipients are determined and who and who does or doesn't get it. It's not a Jesus appearing himself or the prophet receiving some kind of revelation that people uh, about people he may or may not know. It's other second anointing recipients deciding who they think should also get it. Uh-huh. So it's they go to the people that received the second anointing and they say, give us the name of two people. Uh-huh. And then they go work out and try to get them to get their the pseudo democracy well. kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that tracks. I don't know. Yeah. If you aren't connected to these people, you won't get it. Even yeah, that's if you're how, just as worthy. That's how one of the Nixon guys who did like the, the Watergate thing, the, mm-hmm. the one, the one who went to prison, like that's kind of what happened to him. Like, and they brought him in and then he started like a prison ministry and then he would, he was always around the white house even after like Nixon and God damn it. What Gordon G G Gordon Liddy. 
Yeah, it was. There you go. It was G. Gordon, Gordon Liddy. Liddy. Yeah. yeah, he became like a big Jesus guy. They did the same thing with him. Like yeah, that's the same thing with Roger fucking Stone. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, okay. You're telling me all this. I'm like, I know exactly how this works because yeah. I just read the family. Because it was gonna, it was gonna be either this topic this week. We were gonna talk about something else. The the no labels party, or we were gonna talk about. Uh, Michael Flynn's do his thing, which I don't know if you heard of it yet. God Sorry, taking a little bit of a sidebar here, real quick. He's shilling for a company that is. Oh, uh, I think I did hear about this. Where you have a, uh, it's either it's a sperm bank, blood bank, and like dating site for people that haven't oh, been vaccinated. Yes! That's right. <laughs> yes, the magic sperm thing. Yes, the 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 unvaccinated, the pure. Yes, the pure, pure. wigglies, and they call themselves like. Pure bloods, and I'm like, did you not read Harry Potter, man? Don't you guys love her now? <laughs> like, aren't you guys way into the Harry Potter thing now? No, they still haven't read it. They, they haven't read haven't any read of their books. They haven't read a single one of their books. <sighs> not one. Not one of the books that they love. They haven't even read like Power of Positive Thinking. Like they <laughs> they know about it, but they have not read it. Like they haven't right. read any of the books. So anyway, uh, the person says that uh, even if you're justice worthy. So the result is you get a bunch of high level members like temple presidents and mission presidents who get it. People like this are always almost always wealthy businessmen or lawyers who no. rub shoulders <gasps> with church leaders and geographically will skew more towards the people in the U.S. and especially those that live in Utah. I am shocked. Shocked. There could be. Just as righteous and deserving members out there, if not more so, who would never get it because they live in other parts of the world. This is your church. That's what this church. Oh, my God. They aren't high up enough in the corporate ladder of the church and or are poor. Who yes. The church never gives high end callings to. No, they don't. Of course they don't. That's there's, how this is supposed a to the, work. The quorum of the 70s is, is mostly white. <laughs> the, the, this is how it's supposed to work. You, you're, you're saying that this is right. a flaw. This is how it's designed. This is not a flaw. This is on purpose. Yep. It's on purpose. That's why Joseph Smith built it this way in the first place. It is, this isn't a shocker. This is not. Oh, my God. It's like when you're talking about like. How come the U.S. law has so much to say about property rights, but not like anything to say about like the right to food? And it's like, why do you think? Why do you think? Because because it's for and by the people in power already. Why do you think George Washington gave up the fact that he could have been a dictator for life? Because he wanted to sell. Re he wanted real estate. He wanted real. Oh, my God. <laughs> You guys, the power. That blows some people's minds on that one. The power is in the money, and this, this whole system is built for this. So it's like, you're like, how come everyone who's ever become president was already rich? It's like, what? Because that's the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> yep. That's the way it's supposed to work. The most humble and righteous and deserving members would never get it simply because they were only Sunday school teachers or elder, elders quorum president. Correct. That's the it's way it's supposed to work. It's who you know, yes. not necessarily how good of a disciple Correct. you are. Correct. That's the point. Right. Because those ones are in power because God chose them. Therefore, they're the one that's this is the reasoning. Those ones are in power. The people in power are in power because God chose them for power. And therefore, they're the ones who can find key men amongst God's uh, amongst God's. Uh, flocks you know the actual sheep and they can find the key men who can who who when necessary they can appoint a certain amount of power to but of course they're never your regular people mm -hmm. 
So this article at that best I, you're upper middle class. I have this article that was called "The Fullness of the Priesthood: The Second Anointing in Latter Day Saint Theology and Practice," and this was a much older article that was written, and it had this part in here that I just thought was needed to be talked about. It says here in Nauvoo. The president, Joseph, continued to expand Mormon salvation concepts. This is more of a proof that it really fucking does exist, guys. Uh, He defined the principle of, quote, making your calling and election sure. We heard those terms before. In June 1839, sermon as a principle, uh, which allowed a church member, after a lifetime of service and devotion, to be, quote, sealed up to exaltation while still yet living a concept clearly based on Second Peter 1. I don't want to read the whole goddamn thing on this one, but anyway. So, yes, this sealed people to this was something that was talked about and was known about for a really, really long time, guys. They've talked about this before. So, in Doctrine and a Covenants. A lot of Mormons don't know about the white and delightsome thing. So, no, in, in uh, Doctrine and Covenants 132 41, I'm not going to do chapter and verse because fuck that, states that women participating in polyandry were not guilty of adultery if they were of the quote-unquote anointing. Ah, <laughs> I called it. I Sex cult. Called it. I called it. I called it. I called it. There's orgies. <laughs> there always is weird sex stuff. Uh, you can't. This, there's always sex stuff. It's, it's actually yep. kind of like, so like their whole like sexual repression thing is kind of a, a, a kink thing. Like it's like a it's it, it is like their whole like staying pure and whatever like it's a kink thing it, like mm-hmm. it's a, uh it's it's like an enforced kink though you know mm-hmm. like um so yeah it's always a sex thing so there's always weird sex things so polyandry <laughs> yeah <laughs> they mean so that's, fucking multiple guys that's they don't an, mean at marrying multiple that's just guys further existence of there being a second anointing because it's in their goddamn book and I would love to have the talk with the family members and point this out to them. That would be funny. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it does. It's right here. Sure it is. <laughs> Their kink, kink is kink shaming? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, like, it is. It's, it's you very- You dirty motherfucker. <laughs> it is sexual. That's why they're so obsessed with, like, these, like- Purity shit. Well, it, like, it's why they're obsessed with, like, these, like, lurid stories of, like, children, you know, being, like, young young teenagers. And uh, and then they talk about, like, they, they talk about in, like, horny terms- like waiting until you're married, like how how like how sexy it is and how like romantic and how passionate it'll be. Like that's it's 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 always sex stuff. There's always so yeah, that's and that's part of why they don't wanna like they don't like the whole sexual liberation thing. Right. Um, because then they can't manipulate people's sexual libidos as a like as for as part of their like push to uh, comply with them um, because of their sexual liberation. Um, it turns out people might actually just uh, choose not to have to not have the sex they want them to have. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it's like how in uh, Scandinavian countries where they have comprehensive sex ed, they talk about like positions to teenagers and uh, they teach them how to. You use, can't like, do that. That's grooming. Yeah, all, they have sex. Te- their <laughs> teens have less sex than American teens. Like they di- they start later. They have like. Like, it's not, they might have more partners well, over a lifetime. But when you make something a vice, it makes it delicious for people. That's what you the know? point is. And then also, they can't like guilt you over being like sexually impure if you have sexual liberation, right? right? You can't, you can't use somebody being like, 
okay, well, I did have sex before, so now I need to atone for that. And it's going to have to be a guilty conversation I have with my <laughs> my future husband. And, and like, then she's a broodmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As Alice That's really what it is. But they're like, they're weaponizing horny. They're weaponizing your horniness against you. Oh, and it's you. weird, too. Like, being, a, being someone that's gone to LDS celebrations of people getting married and shit like that. Oh, my that, God. It is so, so fucking horny, guys. They are so. It is, and and it's not even like the couple necessarily. It's like everyone around them is like horny for them. <laughs> they're like, because they're oh, like, you're, you're not gonna be able to walk next you're week. You're gonna <laughs> fuck. It's so gross. Yeah, they do. They say stuff like, yeah, you're not gonna be able to walk. Oh, you you got a good mattress. They'll say stuff like that to them. It is so weird. But and because creepy. because they're beyond the not being married thing anymore, now it's all okay. Yeah, now it's we not, can have the dick cookies now at the we wedding. Can, we you know. now we can talk about sex. Now we celebrate it. Because now it's you the are only sexually vice they're allowed to have. Now you're sexually harassing people. <laughs> what is it's, 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 it's yeah? It is. They are so horny on behalf of like the couple is like i am tired we have been we had we had three weeks to plan this thing i have not like especially the bride is like i have not slept more than three hours in like two months so like i'm not fucking tonight i'm going to bed <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone is horny so for them after my marriage i'm like i'm tired like we had our my wedding too. we had our like i remember the reception we had it and we were there till like 10 o'clock at night it was like, exhausting we're just gonna go back to the hotel room. That was yeah. We did the same we're thing. Just fucking, I mean, we ate shitty food because we didn't get any of the catering because we were oh too no. fucking busy. Man, I did get to eat my catering and it was very good. <sighs> I had our, a killer wedding. Our cake. My wet was marriage was terrible. Miserable. It was a miserable wedding cake. It was disgusting. That sucks. <laughs> I can't remember if the cake was any good. I think it was fine. Yeah. But the catering I got fucking ruled actually. But it was the thing is, like, I, good. I can't. I can't shit on free. That's the thing. Like someone wanted to make us a wedding cake. And it looked really good. Well, that just did not taste good. Yeah, I still spent <laughs> several hundred dollars on mine. Nope. So, um, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is a uh, firsthand experience of someone going through the um, second anointing. And I said the name earlier. I'm not going to scroll up to find it. You guys can find this. There's there's Mormon stories you can go find that that talks about this whole thing. Just type in uh, Mormon stories second anointing and you'll come up with this episode guys and i'm just lazy enough not to go grab it so this is a he says here there already exist sources of details of the second anointing and i probably will not have to add to that body of knowledge however i'm posting this account to confirm the ordinances does actually take place currently as i have received the ordinance and how it is currently performed i state the names of the apostle and 70 involved as well as the date and the actual temple so that the credibility cannot be questioned. I have not mentioned my own name as I wish the emphasis to be on the topic of the ordinance itself. It is not to protect my anonymity from the church as the first presidency will be able to identify me from this account within minutes. If not immediately. Sure. So, he said in April of 2002, Elder G Harold G. Helium of the Quorum of the Seventy, as president of the Europe West area, called me into his office. He yeah. said he was extending to me and my wife. She wasn't present. On behalf of President Hinckley, an invitation to receive a special blessing in the Preston, England Temple. He asked whether I had heard of the second endowment. Of course, it second... was somebody in England who got it, who was like, you know what? Fuck this. After doing this, <laughs> it was not going to be somebody in Utah. I had heard of the second, second endowment. <laughs> they might die. <laughs> to which I replied, <laughs> That's no. a joke. <laughs> I later told him that I had heard of it, but it was so stunned by his invitation that my mind went blank regarding the matter. He told me very few people receive this blessing and it must be kept secret. 
He said if the general membership knew about it, there would be there would be problems. They're aware of their secrecy being the problem. Here, they know, <laughs> but the secrecy is the that's yes, the point. That okay, that's um Doug Burley who took over for Abrams, and then there's another guy in charge of the family now. The the prayer breakfast thing. Um, he was like, you see, we op- we he he took it from being like a more like connected organization where like people kind of knew each other within it. Yeah. He did the communist cell thing. Okay. I shit you not. He was based it on the communists. Jesus Christ. <laughs> where like it was individual prayer cells. Oh, it was and, uh, uh, compartmentalized. You know? Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and we, we retain our power when we operate in secret. Like he, they don't, <laughs> ah! no, not Doug. Doug Burley took over for the other guy that took over from abrams i'm sorry there's two there's that they're very they're secret they're secret on purpose so this elder guy said that um doug burley i know you exist more would want to receive the ordinance than the apostles have time to accommodate and members would wonder why so and so had received it but they had not i must not even tell my children he said that i should just tell them that their mother and i were going away for the day or for the weekend he recommended that I read all that Elder Bruce R. McConkie had written on the subject of making your calling and election. Sure, we referred that earlier. I can't wait to get some comments on this because they're going to be like, it doesn't happen. It's not real. And I'm like, fucker, I got receipts. man." <laughs> it's like the, the whole thing the, that plays the, the story that plays out in the handshakes and shit like that. If it's you like, say it's not real, you've signed yourself up to not get it. You're is a all fucking I'm saying. sucker. That's you're just I'm like, saying. if you publicly say it's not real and they can like check that on your social media, they'll be like, oh, this guy doesn't get it because like you are going to be way more likely to spill. <laughs> so Elder Hilliam promised to me it would be a life changing experience. He said that the ordinance was performed in Joseph Smith's time, but had been discontinued during David O'Kay's time. This resulted in only two of the then apostles, Harold B. Lee, relation to Mike Lee, Uh, which explains to me why Mike Lee is a fucking douchebag of the highest caliber and gets away with it with getting to keep his temple calling because he's probably received his second anointing. Oh my God, he probably has. That explains a lot. And Spencer Kimball was the other one. Having had his ordinance on the death of President Joseph Fielding Smith. Mittens too. uh, It was therefore reintroduced and is still practiced today. I have seen no source that quotes this suspension of the ordinance, only Elder Hilliam's word. And then it wasn't. We were to be at the temple on Sunday, 19th of May, 2002, where Elder Russell M. Ballard, M. Russell Ballard, the, uh, the of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, would perform the ordinance. We should have our temple recommends and our temple robes, etc., with us because they have their own clothing to go through there, guys. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Preparation. It's white. And then there's a green <laughs> apron. Do they do the green apron or is their apron white, too? I can't remember. The apron is I think during only when you're like receiving your first ordinance, you like it's. Oh, they do. You, they they do the you mason. Flip, you flip the the green to the white. No, they do the green because you get buried in it. I've seen the temple close a burial. Right. Okay, so I went that's, home and told my the wife. Masons right there. She accepted it quite calmly. I reflected on my own life and per- personal worthiness. I read that Alder Elder McConkie had written on the subject and looked forward to the day with excitement. Uh, and I'm just going to fast forward a little bit here. Um, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, because there's a lot of this whole thing. He fl- I don't he- care about your spiritual purity. He telephoned. Well, long story short, this guy eventually leaves the church. Right. Because so, <laughs> this is a shelf-breaking moment for him. Uh, I telephoned the temple to book my accommodation. 
so we can make the most of the experience. I didn't like lying to my family and friends as to our whereabouts for that weekend. If you have to lie to your family, what good is your religion? <laughs> but, it's for, but it's for the greater good. Yeah, it is. So the I greater did, good. I did not feel comfortable as it was dishonest, but I was instructed not to disclose what was happening. So at the temple, I'm just going to fast forward to this whole thing. Uh, upon entering the temple, we changed into our robes. We met the other couples who were there to receive the ordinances that day, and we were led to an upper room that had been set apart for this purpose. They have a room for it specifically in the temple. Uh, again. I knew three of the other four couples, two of the husbands were former stake presidents, and one was a mission president who just completed his mission. We were all seated in the room with Elder Ballard officiating, Elder Harold G. Hilliam assisting, Sister Carol Hilliam, I don't need to hold something, blah, 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 blah. He explained what was going to be happening. We were to have our feet washed and anointed by him. Gross. Yeah. So the elder was going to wash their feet. Not to to kink shame, but feet's not my thing. I'm not a feet guy. No. I see a lot of Japanese like anime stuff, and I'm like, I'm not into feet and stockings, man. It ain't working for me. No, it's not my thing. He was acting under the direction of the prophet, Gordon B. Hinckley. We would then be allocated a ceiling room for each couple to be alone and perform the second part of the ordinance. We would then all meet again with Elder, Elder Ballard in the celestial room. I'm sorry, what? Moving on. <laughs> the following is the best recollection of what happened in performing this ordinance. It's been nearly six years since they it happened. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't do what I think they're going to do. Do they? I didn't. I didn't read that in here. But like, part of it is the second ins- room for each individual couple thing sounds <laughs> like a, a certain thing to me. Right. There could be sexy stuff involved, but that he doesn't say any like of that stuff here. Magic. The uh, the. There is a part of like after they wash their feet, there are some people that have accounts of being their wife has to dry their feet with their hair. I hope they don't make a lot of these women are a lot older. They don't have a lot Could of you hair. Imagine like a like, and a, also a, hair does not dry good. No. I know it's from I know it's from the book. I I yeah, know yeah. about the Jesus and the hair foot dry, thing, but it's, it's a bad idea. I hope they <laughs> stopped that practice when these ladies were like, "My hair is three inches long." What do you? <laughs> Yeah, I got a Karen haircut. I can't possibly right. Like, dry I'm just that gonna, like you want me to just Q-tip that fucking thing? But this is not how this isn't gonna work. <laughs> Imagine like the seventy-year-old biddies with the what white afros that try right, to do this exactly shit. Exactly, <laughs> what I'm talking about. I was just thinking of the let me talk to your manager hair. Oh, first, you know, so. I was talking. I was talking about like the the the, the blow-dried fluff hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the white ones. Yeah, that's like again three inches the, long. The Mrs. Slocum hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that show. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, so anyway. Uh, Let's see. It's been six years since this happened. I've brief, briefly reviewed accounts of the second anointing to jog my memory. The ordinance of the feet washing. I was beckoned to sit on a particular chair. Elder Ballard knelt and washed my feet and then dried them. This ordinance cleansed, cleansed me from the blood and sins of this generation. What? Number one, blood and sins of this generation. Number two, the ordinance of the second anointings. Part one, anointed and ordained a king priest, blah, 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 blah. I was anointed with oil on the top of my head, and then my hands were then hands were laid upon my head, and then I was ordained a king and a priest unto the most high God to rule in the reign of the house of Israel forever. Uh-huh. My head, brow, eyes, ears, nose, lips were all anointed with oil. Man, that sounds like you'd be a greasy Ew. bitch after this, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of oil. And specific blessings were given related to the knowing, understanding, and speaking of the truth. The ordinance that gave me the fullness of the priesthood and blessing was given, which included, and I'm not going to read this entire thing. It's, there's a lot of this stuff. So 
We were charged not to reveal other to other individuals that we had received this ordinance. My wife was also anointed and ordained a queen and a priestess. So, part two. The second part of the, no- <laughs> the anointing was explained to us. We, my wife and I, were to go into another ceiling room where we would be alone as a couple. And there would be a bowl of water and a towel. Okay, so it's not not sex magic. <laughs> Sound like I mean, unless, unless you like feet washing, but... They might. <sighs> Ew. My wife was to wash my feet, as Mary did to Jesus, and dry them. She would then place her hands upon my head and pronounce a blessing upon me as the Spirit dictated. So that's the lady getting the priesthood right there. Yeah, it is. <sighs> There was a very moving and personal experience for us as couples, but we both ended in tears of great joy. Following this, we met in the celestial room, which is like the beyond the veil room where it's supposed to be like, this must be what heaven is like. Yeah, I'm sure it's hideous. <laughs> it's couches and fucking coffee tables. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> where you sit there and you're fucking tippled. Can I die? I'd rather die. Can I die? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just prefer to not exist. Thank you. So they were, uh, when they've reached that room, Elder Ballard said- How is that said, better than the boring heaven? Because that sounds like the same thing to me. <laughs> sounds like if heaven is waiting rooms, man. Fucking yeah, it's terrible. all waiting rooms. Ugh. Ugh. It's the fucking TVA over here. <laughs> Can't wait to see what happens with those guys. <laughs> oh, man. Disney's in a bit of a pickle. It's in a pickle with that stuff, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, King's not going to be- <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fucking Jonathan Majors. Dude. I am All you so had mad. to do was not be a shitty person, and you had a fucking paycheck for life, because I love that guy. You, I, I really like Jonathan Majors, too. And because Lovecraft Country was fucking fantastic. He's very good. He's a very good actor. Uh, and guess what, man? You suck, and fuck, fuck you. Fuck you, and wow, Disney's in real pickle. <laughs> right? What are they, they're staking their next whole fucking franchise on, on He's that the guy. big bad. He's, yeah. he's Thanos now, but like, oh boy. <sighs> Should have made him a CG monster instead of... <laughs> this is rough. Because you could replace Josh Brolin. <laughs> oh, yeah, but then you'd have to cover up, like, Jonathan Major's face. Right. Well, that's... <sighs> anyway. Oof, you suck, man. <laughs> Sorry. Thank back, you. back to this. So I've stated earlier some of the things mentioned in the blessing given to me. I cannot recall everything, and I did not record it at the time. However, the following is apparently blessed and given to C- Heber C. Kimball. I'm not going to read it. It's a lot, guys. There, oh, so. my God. It's so boring. <sighs> so feelings afterward. There's no doubt that this had been a life-changing experience, as promised by Elder Hillium. I felt the spirits this, even stronger. It's like they it's like they designed a church for like the neurodivergent to fuck up constantly. Because like I would never be able to make it through any of these things while focusing. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Like the Catholic Church, they at least give you like cues to move, you know? If like you, it's boring still. It's very boring. If you but you at least move. Into a room and you had an old dude washing my feet. Oh my God. <laughs> One, I would giggle. Which would well, be- I am very ticklish. I am extremely ticklish. <laughs> That's what I was scream laughing the last time I got a pedicure. I can't do that shit. My it wife's was- like, we need to go get a pedicure. Your toenails look terrible. I was and I'm like, scream- I can't. I was scream laughing. I was with a bunch of coworkers. They were they were laughing at me. And then the lady doing my she was like, watch this. And then she'd make me do it again. And it was the- kick out of it. Yes. She was I was like, ah! <laughs> the noise I made the whole time. So first of all, getting it done by an old dude, which would just make that's weird as shit, but it would make me laugh as well because I'm like, this old guy's washing my feet. This is a weird moment of my life. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't. And then you get seriously. to the part where you go to the room and you're like, okay, we're alone. What are we supposed to do? 
It says here I'm supposed to wash your feet. Really? Yeah, just I swear we just did this. We, we did we, we just, not we did just, just do, do this. this. I can think of better They're things we can do in clean. here. You know? They're very clean. I would I would I wouldn't want to fuck. No. No. <laughs> oh mm, well I don't know. Mm, it's a place where you're only going to be there the one time. So You're there together, <laughs> you're there alone. That is and, a, you, that, and you, you just found out you got your golden ticket, you know, so fuck magic time. <laughs> Let's seal the deal. Whoa. Let's go. I think that's just more intimate than feet washing is all I'm saying. Right. That's so weird. Unless so. you're into the feet thing, I guess. But, you know, don't don't involve me in that. Because <laughs> feet. So a little time after this life changing experience, he asked the elder asked him to nominate two couples I knew to be to receive this ordinance. And I took this charge seriously and I asked him what qualities i should consider he said find another you mature people who have been tried and tested yet remained absolutely committed and dedicated to the church and he's like well that's a flattering response i knew the final decision would not be mine but i considered a grave responsibility to make such nominations so he he said previously i had assumed if anyone made sure they're calling an election it was received at a personal visit from jesus christ he knows us and is the perfect judge. Now I was in position of nominating others for something so sacred, more onerous and than nominating bishops, patriarchs, state presidency, counselors, etc. I still assumed all nominations from all sources would be whittled down by an area president and the apostle and the final decisions made by the president. As hey, he, maybe hierarchies are bad. I don't know. Right. Dude. <laughs> And they're full of fucking hierarchies. I know. Group, I, I, once, I once got very frustrated with a Catholic anarchist. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, aftermath. We want to hear what happened with this guy. 17 months later, October of 2003, I was studying in preparation for serving a full-time mission with my wife. And since June 2001, I had been told by the general authorities of the church when I was ready to submit my mission papers that they would recommend me as a mission president. I decided there was one question, one question regarding the Book of Mormon I had answered many times before, but I doubted anyone with a good scientific background would accept such an answer. As I considered, uh, God would not prevent someone joining his one true church simply because they had a better scientific education and understanding. The glory of God is intelligence. I studied to find an acceptable answer, which I assumed would be to demonstrate the flaws in the scientific hypothesis. I wanted this answer for myself to teach what others. What is the question? He doesn't get to the question. He doesn't ask what the, he doesn't say what his question is? No, but it's a scientific question he had. I would say probably the genealogy or the, the genetic structure of the Hebrew or the Israelites that are not found in the natives that were here. Oh my God. <laughs> he doesn't get to that. So. Of course, they're, of course they're not. No, he said, I studied to find an acceptable answer, which I assure, assured would be to demonstrate the flaws in the scientific hypothesis. I wanted this answer for myself to teach others and missionaries. If I were called as a president, <laughs> not for one minute at that time did I think that the church was false. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was true. I just needed to know what was wrong with the currently held scientific views. And after studying the specific scientific methodology, to my amazement, it stood up. These were not simply hypotheses and theories of scientists, but demonstrable facts. Yeah. Yep. I believed God to be the master scientist. How else can he be the creator of all things? Therefore, true science cannot be in conflict with his revealed word. 
this, oh boy, I got some bad news for you. This led me to consider in more depth the other truth claims of the church. Do you, okay, do you remember the 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 beyond behind behind beyond the curve documentary about the flat earthers? Mm-hmm. And uh, they they tell they 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 come up with an experiment, right? Yeah. And they the producers go to the science journalist. Yeah, you told me about this guy. Mm-hmm. And they go, and he describes their experiment to test the, for the curvature of the Earth. And the 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 journalist he's a he's a scientific journalist, so he has a, a this in fact was the moment of the YouTube video where they flagged us for misinformation or something like that. What? Yeah, this and like I looked at this and I'm like. YouTube, he's, she's saying what a scientist said. What are you talking what about? What are you talking about? I'm not even saying, I am not even describing any, okay, it's fine. Anyway, so the, the journalist is like, uh, oh boy, that's like for what their experiment is. Mm-hmm. That's quite good. They're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. To this guy, you're oh trouble, boy, <laughs> you're in trouble. So he had these, uh, he had to consider these truth claims. And then he discussed them with two general authorities. That's where he went wrong. You talked to members of the church. Yep. And you then consulted two Brigham Young University professors. Conclusion? The church was not true. I had allowed myself to be deceived. That sucks, man. <laughs> but you, I mean, allowed yourself to be deceived. See, this is that individual kind of like, like blaming bullshit. Yeah, Self-blame. No, they, like, they fucking ran rail, railroad over you, man. Right. They, like, like <laughs> allowed yourself to be deceived. That's not how this works. They, they that's how many, right. that's what, okay. Anyone can get got is by a grift. Okay, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yeah. They did. De- they, no, you did not allow yourself to de- be deceived. You were, they deceived you. You, you were the victim here. You were victimized. So he, he left, it's not your fault. He left the church shortly after that. And he that sucks. Uh, he doesn't. Get, I mean, it sucks that he had to go through all this. Yeah. And he doesn't get to keep his second anointing. You know, if, if it's something's been decided and made true and all well and good and everything. Right. Like if that, it's guaranteed. If it's guaranteed. How can you take it away? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> if Jesus said himself. This is one of my homies. Does that mean that like your godhood can be taken away after you die? What does this mean? What does any it's of this so mean? Stupid. If you're a god, how can like another like is okay? Is the god they worship like the god god, or is that just like another in the like? Is there all? Is there just endless hierarchies? There's got to be endless endless hierarchies because there's that infinite regression shit that they they can't beat. Right. You know? Like, like your your god Elohim, which is is not, that god god? Is that god god? Is that like the top god, or is that like he was one of? Because the way that they received their beliefs in the church is that he was one of many other people who was once a man themselves. Okay, so he's not god god. No, no, it goes further up. There's but there's more. There's secret gods. There's yes, more secret so gods. It's turtles all the way down says Lorcan. It's turtle. It's always turtles. Yep. <laughs> so. I want to implore people out there, if you have LDS uh, family members, or if you know people that are Mormon and they are like goody goodies and they are, you might suspect them of being the kind of people that do this kind of thing. Just look for a wash basin and a jug that might be prominently displayed somewhere within the house. They keep the foot wash stuff? Yeah, they give them like the stuff you, that they you use. You get a souvenir? Home, basically. That's is nice. what I understand, and so oh, that's if fun. You, if you see like just one of those things where it's I the foot washing tub and jug, I have seen that where, around. Where the, it's it looks it, it's exactly like what you would see like in a European home if there was no home like plumbing inside the house. It's a fucking bedpan and a pitcher, right? You know? 
or whatever well, it was, it was for a basin in a pitcher. It was for like know? face washing. Right. And so if you see something like that prominently displayed, not like somewhere like in an alcove somewhere else, but like oh, okay. out in the open where it's just like, hey, look at this thing. Maybe I have. That's second anointing shit right there. So. Got it. <laughs> and Lorcan and Chess says, I'm so putting that at my house now. <laughs> and I, I don't have the, I, why? Like, it would be funny. It's ugly. But like, yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> you could do like a modern, like min- minimalist version. That'd be pretty funny. Like, and then you get like, who knows? It's just, they changed up the look. The Mormons never changed up the look. What am I talking about? <laughs> so, and I'm planning on sharing this far and wide with people in the Mormon, ex-Mormon community. So if, uh, if you uh, want to debate this with us, please, by all means, hit me up. <laughs> I would love uh, to talk about this. With this you. is literally the family. This is the family <laughs> shit. Like they, they have this whole thing, like their whole thing at like the, with the young men that they send to their like, uh, the, like rich people frat house. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their whole thing like this isn't for the regular people, okay? Only the special you, people. Get this is for God's chosen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when, like, I like how their religion is like the temple is for God's chosen. So it's like it's like it's, it's again it's turtles all the way down. Yep. It's all. It's all hier- also that special means, hierarchies. But also you know? that means that like everyone who's poor is God's chosen, <laughs> and they are they were chosen for a life of 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 humility. So the only way that you can lose funny how that works out. The only way that you can lose the second uh whatever the hell it's anointing. called second anointing is if, is through murder or leaving the church. I don't think murder. Mm, I, don't, I think murder I is looked aside if it's you know yeah. if it's done in furtheration of yeah, the LDS church. Yeah, I don't church, think that's so. true. I so think I think a true. lot of day nights that I think what they're people. saying what they're saying is like they're trying to like be like okay, you can't just kill anyone now. Yeah, so like the Mountain Meadows guys. I'm sure lots of them got their second anointing just For like sure. uh, just like Mike Lee's grand great 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 grampy did, you know, where he's the one that got blamed. And there was a photograph of him sitting in his coffin before they shot him to death. You know, right. He probably got guaranteed that he was going to get a second anointing or got it right before he got killed. So he's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to be a god. Right. <laughs> I guess it's a lot easier to die if you think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. If you really believe in that shit, you know, so. That about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, so that's all we got for the second anointing. Let's get some homework and get the fuck out of here. So, right. um, homework for people. Go listen to Frank Zappa. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, You Are What You Is a lot this week, and I forgot how good that shit was. Like, he's a, an amazing musician, because a lot of this cool. shit came out, like, in the early 80s and stuff, and it's just like, fuck, that's ahead of its time. <laughs> um, the kids do not like it, because it's too... It's like jazz. There's a lot of people that just don't like it. I don't like jazz. Know? It's not. It's not jazz. It's rock. No, I know. Like, but I, I, he was, he was the guy that was like at the time trying to be like purposely <sighs> offensive. I like know? Chicago, the musical. Oh yeah, yeah. That's got jazz stuff. Fish. I need to see. It's got that. a jazz sound. We're gonna go watch Hello Dolly next weekend. 
Ooh. I love that musical. That's fun. I love musicals. <laughs> love musicals. Yeah. So that's my homework. Go listen to Frank Zappa. I was going to go see Cabaret at the University of Utah, mm-hmm. but then Roger worked too much and his body was not working anymore. <laughs> That does not sound like a forklift certified master. It is, unfortunately. He it's that's it's because of his bones. It's oh. just bone it's just some bones stuff. He uh he has a condition in his foot uh where if they'd caught it early enough it wouldn't have been a problem, but that by the time they caught it, the bones had overgrown and so they had to fuse his foot in a Jesus Christ. So his foot is fused like this. He can move it like this. You should uh show him the Tim and Eric episode Muscles for Bones. I will. <laughs> We, we like we like Tim and Eric. I love those guys. So I did it when we started the show. How weird is that? <laughs> That's fine. I was proven right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's fine. What do you got for homework? What do you want um, people to check out? Um, uh, just I don't know, hug a cat or something. I don't know. Try to for homework. I would say uh, I felt bad for the cat that was we were walking towards this whole time. He kept turning around and be like, Are "You guys still following me?" You know what? I yeah, I know that cat. <laughs> we had to walk to the studio tonight, folks, and like we there was a cat in front of us, and like the cat was convinced we were coming after after Kitty. Walked ten steps and turned around to look at us, and we're like, "Yeah, we're we're, we're still coming." Hi, <laughs> run a little more. Uh, I was okay. My homework is go check out J. Kenji Lopez Alt on YouTube. I have uh two of his cookbooks. I think there's the only two. Uh, it's the food lab, which is like it's really more of a textbook for cooking, <laughs> uh, for home cooking than it is for like a a, a cookbook because like all of it is stuff that you're supposed to be able to like build on and like build your skills. It's incredible. And then he also has the walk, which has like traditional Asian recipes and also mm. some like American Asian because he's Asian American and he wants to honor that tradition too. Right. But it's anyway, both cookbooks are incredible. But he's got a lot of really great YouTube videos going over like a lot of really cool cooking skills and stuff and like mm. yeah so j kenji lopez alt to feel good also he says like um uh, hi guys gals and nb pals and stuff like he says stuff like that nice. so he's 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 a he's a he's a wholesome safe safe space <laughs> for for nice things like so yeah so uh if you want to believe in safe spaces <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> this whole studio is a fucking safe space exactly <laughs> shut up x <laughs> so uh yeah J- uh jake ng lopez all i was you know I- i've been talking about the jeff charlotte books uh, all week and so like if you're inspired to read them from what i've been talking about you're already inspired so my homework is jake ng lopez alt youtube nice uh, let's see. You guys can find us uh social medias. What is it? It's uh, Felicia underscore heart 13. Is that still mm-hmm. the one? Okay. Yep. And I'm still posting under at Utah Outcasts. And it's mostly shit posting these days because the, that website sucks. It's really bad. <laughs> but it's I, really I can't bad. leave it until I have a place to land. Man. I know. Uh, hurry up and give me my invite to Blue Sky. Blue asshole. Sky. And yes, I- for all you people. Yes, I've tried counter social. I don't en- enjoy the fact that the guy that runs the fucking place is a hacker. You know? Counter social. Is it? It's the one ran by the jester. I don't know. He's the one that like would he he caused problems for like ISIS and shit like that. Oh, OK. I mean, here's my thing. Um, Is it uh as hard to use as Mastodon? Mm, and I've tried Mastodon too, and yeah. I didn't like it either. That's <laughs> a no from me then. Thank yeah. you. I need it to be. I call me old. I don't care. Um, it's got to be Twitter easy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Facebook also could be like it could be Facebook level easy, but I need you to understand that I can't stand Facebook anymore because it's all ads and fascism there too. So. Well, and and Instagram was talking about coming out Instagram with their own sucks. their own Twitter kind of clone. But like that's that's still Facebook. It's still Facebook. And it's like going to be WhatsApp. awful. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, no. it's just WhatsApp. I stay Duh. away from that shit. No thanks. So yeah, I hate Instagram too. <sighs> well, the the real thing is to get rid of fucking social media. But I like to get my news immediately. I like. Well, I really liked and the I liked, news on Twitter. Like that was, and you could like get really good like indie journalism and yeah. stuff. Like there was some really useful stuff on there. Got lots of good lawyer friends, not the shitty ones, mm-hmm. where they talk about neat things sometimes that they're working on. And you there's know? uh there's just. I don't know. It, the shit posting on Twitter was, it was fantastic. Fucking phenomenal. Community stuff. notes is getting there though. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's devolving fast, isn't it? Nope, that's stupid. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> Community note. <laughs> oh, incredible. So, so thanks to everybody for your support. You can shoot us an email or a text. We're always happy to hear from you. It, it, it's all in fucking. You it's can find the, it anywhere, down guys. there. Down there in the things. Yep. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, that means episode 416 is in the can. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Buenas noches. <laughs> <laughs>